Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Shabbat Shalom. Um, before I um, start, I have some announcements. Okay. Um, first, I want to say this week is the last week of the book of Genesis. I have not uploaded um, the number four book of Jasser simply because um, the, the number three Jasser covered everything that we needed up until now. So, you know, uh, the book of Jasser keeps continuing on, I believe, to Deuteronomy. Um, I could be wrong. It could be more than Deuteronomy, but I believe it's, it goes through uh, Leviticus and then Deuteronomy. I think it covers the first five books and then numbers. So um, that's why I didn't. But this week I will because it will continue on throughout the, I believe, first five books. But if not, I'm still going to upload um, Exodus. So you'll hear regular Exodus and then you will hear the book of Jasa Exodus. So this way you will have a complete understanding of what uh, transpired then. That's number one. Um, please note that we are also on Anchor as well as Spotify. Um, also, if you have questions and or concerns, please upload that question or concern onto Spotify and I will get back to you. Um, also hit the follow um, button and hit that bell to be notified for all the new um, uploads to the platform. I have been uploading a lot to the platform, um, sometimes three times a week, but even if it's not three times a week, it will be, you know, the minimum will be two times a week. I mean, if you really, really, really good, it will be five times a week, which I've never done, but you know, it depends. I try to keep it consistent. Um, okay. Um, um, I also want to say this. I want to acknowledge all of those people who listen to this growing platform and encourage them to continue to listen and to keep me honest. If there's something, <clears throat> excuse me, I've said because I, you know, I do, I do a lot of research, but also sometimes I can catch myself saying something that is missaid. You know, I miss. Um, Either I miss something or I misspeak. So um, I try to clean it up the next time I get on, or I will actually go into that lesson and put a little um, a little blurb saying, you know, I will connect it to the lesson and saying this is the correction for whatever that is. Yeah, because you know um, sometimes you know things happen. Um, What else do I want to say? Um, <clears throat> uh, there is an array of content currently on the platform in the form of daily lessons, scriptural jewels, scriptural guest lessons, which I have, Sabbath lessons, which we're having today, the biblical lessons. Also, I'm trying to clean up the library. Um, I know there's a few lessons that need to be revised. Please be patient because I'm currently a one woman show. So I have to actually go through them. It has been brought to my attention. Me, 
when I first got onto uh, Spotify, it was really, they really don't give you um, information as to how to upload. And since it was my first time let season one, I kind of have them kind of scattered. <clears throat> so um, as I get the time, I will go through each and every one of them and I will fix it. There was, uh, there's a, actually a couple I had to fix. Um, not the content, but the way that it was uploaded. And, um, well, I guess some, because um, you'll hear everybody talking. And, you know, through all of that, since a lot of people listen that don't know um, the, um, the assembly that comes together, you hear all this talking. So I think that was kind of unprofessional too. So I had to fix some of that. But like I said, I'm going through a lot of it. And since I write all my material down, I have all my material. I could just go to that lesson in that date and just redo that lesson. So, you know, you just be patient with me and I will definitely do that. Um, also, I, like I said, I don't believe in reinventing the wheel. I will upload information um, from people who are well-versed in uh, biblical studies and um, um, research information in regards to history concerning Yasharel and the world. So if I listen to certain, because I listen to a lot of people too, and I have the blessing of discernment, if I know this person is right on time, I will share that with the masses. Now, I'm not going to always agree on how they deliver the message. But for the most part, a lot of times when the message is given and they are, um, they are um, right, I will um, upload that message. <clears throat> you know, um, yeah, if I feel like it's beneficial to the platform, I will do that. Okay. Um, do I have anything, any other announcements? Oh, um, today is um, January 29th. Um, it's a very snowy day today here in New York. And um, <clears throat> it's a kind of a slow day because everything is it's snowing hard. Okay, so let me just keep moving on. All right, like I said, Genesis outline number five, which is the last one today is number four outline of the book of Jasper. So you will be able to um, hear and meditate on, um, I don't know if people out there have the book of Jasper, the actual book, but if you do, please um, refer to it. Um, if you don't, like I said, go to the um, library and uh, listen to the book. We on, I'm going to upload number four today. Okay, now Genesis outline number five, chapters 42 through 50. This is the final chapters of the book. So 42 from one to 47, uh, with an emphasis on 31, um, <clears throat> is the seven lean years. Now, that's just to let you know that a famine is coming, but we're not on that yet. A famine is going to come. Um, through 42, Joseph, um, Joseph's brothers come to Egypt. Remember, they sold him to the Egyptians. Now, actually, um, they, uh, Joseph um, 
Yusuf <laughs> switched hands a couple of times before he got to Egypt. So there was the first set of people that was um, Ishmaelites and they took Joseph and then they sold Joseph to somebody else. And then when he got to Egypt, um, somebody else wanted to buy him. So, and he never told on his brothers. He never told on his brothers at all. He never squealed. Now, remember I told you, Joseph was a, a big mouth. Joseph was a, a, a tattletale. He always opened his mouth, but at this time now he didn't. Cause they kept going, you don't seem like a slave. Look at you. You're beautiful. You don't look like you beat. You don't look at, wait, let me rewind that. Let me rewind that. Okay. When the brothers took him, and this might've been last week, when the brother, I mean, when the brothers sold him, yeah, and I did, I think I said it, but I'm going to say it again. When the brothers sold him, they was beating Joseph all the way to um, Egypt. They was really beating him. So he, um, he, was passing by his mother's grave and the mother started spiritually talking to him, connecting to him. Yah made that happen. And she assured him that he was going to be okay, even though he was crying because he was a baby when she died. So the Most High allowed um, Rachel to speak to his spirit and tell him that everything's going to be all right now. He didn't know what was going to go on. And just like I said before, the Most High tells you what's going to happen, but he don't tell you how it's going to happen. He don't tell you when it's going to happen. He just tells you to watch. And that's prophecy. So um, while she's telling him he's going to be all right. So um, these people who kept, um, who bought him uh, for 40 pieces of silver or something like that, they bought him and they, um, they was beating him. And they kept beating him and he kept crying. And then next thing you know, here comes a lion <laughs> to tear those people up. Simply because they was beating him for no reason. He could cry. He got taken away from his everybody. So, you know, fast forward, he's in Egypt and he stops telling because I told you he was a tattletale. So now he just stopped telling because everybody kept going, you can't be a slave. Look at you. Look the way you look. Oh, you're beautiful. You don't have no scars on you, nothing. You just look good. Yeah, that's what they was basically saying, especially the women. So, okay, he's in Egypt and <clears throat> he goes through a lot of stuff while he's in Egypt. I mean, really, he goes through a lot. And, and there's a lot of sinful things that happen to um, Joseph. And Joseph doesn't listen in um, Egypt either. Um, but Yah, Yah, um, Yah's always there for Joseph. Yah's always there for Joseph no matter what goes on. Yah's always um, there for Joseph. When Joseph was in um, prison, um, Yah's there for him simply because um, he told him, he was speaking to um, Yah, um, Joseph and Yah had dialogue back and forth, back and forth, because that's how he had the dreams and stuff. So while he was in prison, He, um, he, there was um, some people that used to work for the king. They was the king's subjects and they were thrown in prison. And it will give you the intricacies of what is going on while he's in prison and why those two people was put in prison. And I'm, I'm gonna hold that. But um, they was both put in prison for a reason they should have died, but um, they was both put in prison. So um, 
Joseph interpreted the dreams for them. And then he told them, all right, when you get out, um, put a good word in for the king. And the Most High got angry at him because the Most High said, I'm going to get you out of prison. But Joseph went and asked those two people who he interpreted the dream to put a good word in for the king. And the Most High got angry at him and kept him in prison. Because he was like, I'm getting you out of prison, not them. And this is what, let this be a reflection on um, Yasharam. Because you're going to find out once, um, and this is in the book of Jasper, you're going to find out once the brothers come and, and um, look for Joseph or the brothers come into the land when there's a famine. Like I said, this is the, uh, the famine, 42 starts the famine. So... Um, they're going to come into Egypt because remember, Egypt was the world rulers at that time. Was there anybody that was mel um, non-melanated? No, there was no non-melanated people there. None, no, zero, zilch, zip, none. There was none. Everybody looked the same mm -hmm. in Egypt. Everybody. There wasn't nobody that did not look melanated, that, that was not melanated at that time. No. And um, Egypt was the world rulers. Whatever, if there was something, and they, like I said, this is the time, I'm talking about in today's time, real time. This is the time the Most High said that the truth is going to be un, un, um, revealed. So what's happening in real time is they find in different things that's not man. Now, when the scriptures say man, when the scriptures talk about man, they talk about melanated people. They not talk about nobody else. And that is... There's going to be a lot of things that you're going to learn, especially through me. A lot of things that you're going to learn and a lot of terms. Remember, this is a history book for a particular people. So it's not talking about nobody else, especially in the Old Testament. So when the Most High talks about man, the Most High is not talking about nobody but melanated men. That's it. He talks about strangers, others, this, that, and the other thing. He don't talk about other things because there was other things. And this is what science is, uh, science is unfurling today. Like when they call other humanoid things, um, it, it wasn't the melanated people. It wasn't. And they're not finding them there. It was other things, other places, remember. So like I said, um, <clears throat> during that famine, um, everybody had to go to um, Egypt, which was the world rule at that time. And if you needed food and whatever else, you had to go to Egypt because everybody else was starving. Okay, so um, um, Joseph wants to get um, out of jail and the most high is like, you staying in this jail because you don't listen. You're going to learn to listen to me. And for the most part, um, Joseph does listen to him, but there's some things that he he doesn't, you know, he just fumbles. And that is for everybody else in the scriptures too. And I want to say in regards to the scriptures, uh, the most high made it so that we have these scriptures so that his children, and this is in the book of Enoch, so that his children, when people stop lying and people stop hiding books from the children of the most high, they will learn that it's about them, number one. They will learn that people make mistakes. Humans are going to be making mistakes because they're living down here with the devil and stuff is going to happen. There's going to always be temptation. There's going to always be 
all kinds of trials and tribulations. That's throughout the Old and the New Testament. So when the children of the Most High start waking up and understanding who they are and the Ruach start dealing with them, then they, they're able to follow the book simply because they'll see these people in here, they flawed, they make mistakes too. They jealous, they angry, they drink alcohol. They um, do all kinds of stuff that's happening now. And sometimes, sometimes, um, you know, you see the triumph of moving forward from whatever temptation was that, that was placed. So this also gives you a human perspective that these people were flawed too. There was nobody perfect in the scriptures. Even the ones that the Most High said, I'm going to be with you always, they always fell. I mean, they always fell. And guess what? They got right back up. They dusted themselves off and they kept moving. And that is the whole point of letting people know in the Old Testament that I don't care what happens. I don't care what roller coaster of life you was born into. It's going to be highs and it's going to be lows. But guess what? Hold on to the most high because he's going to get you through any everything. He brought you here. I knew you when you was in the womb and I still allowed you to come in here. And he's walking with you until the day you die. And that's the message that you should be um, focusing on at all times. You need to be listening to that message. So we see that Joseph is in Egypt and he's trying to get out of jail. So finally, everybody's paying attention to Joseph. Everybody. They know that this man is a virgin. He's about 18, 19. He is good. bomb, honey. Oh, and all the women want him. All the women want to have sex with him, but they had this devious plot to get him. And a, a lot of these women were upper class women. They were um, under the king, which is the Pharaoh. And I, I just want to say something too. You were also in the book of um, Jasser. You will also understand how kings became Pharaohs. So pay attention to that because you know, every, every um, nation has their own um, um, title for a king, right? They have their own title for a king, but you will understand how um, Pharaoh got to be Pharaoh because he was also called king too earlier in history. But then there's somebody who came and started doing something and then they called him Pharaoh because Pharaoh actually does not mean king. Pharaoh means something else. Mm -hmm. So they just ran with it. So um, you will understand how the name Pharaoh came about. Hold on, let me take a sip of my tea. <laughs> Ooh, I need some tea this morning, excuse me. Okay, so, all right. Let me just sit here, I'm gonna sit on 42 for a second. Now, <clears throat> Joseph, <laughs> goes and um, he finally gets out of jail. Somebody pays for him. And there's these upper-class people that's under, it's actually um, somebody that's under um, Pharaoh, one of his subjects that influences, you know, cause you know how, um, you know how the king has a bunch of subjects, kind of like government. Um, you have a president and then you have like the secretary of state and then you have the minister of this and then you have all of that. Okay, well, that's how the, that's how the Pharaoh was too. It was the Pharaoh and then he had his subjects that were like captains of whatever it is. And I'll just say captains, but you know, they had the minister of state and then they had the priests, and then they had this and then they had that. Just like now, 
except they don't call them kings, they just call them presidents. Okay, well, he had his own cabinet of staff. So one of those um, people in that cabinet of staff, the wife purchased Joseph. Now, remember, he's a slave. And I will say this too, just like Solomon said, there's nothing new under the sun. The children of Israel keep going through the same thing. The children of Israel keep going through the same thing. And if you notice, the children of Israel keep going into slavery. Okay? They keep going into slavery. And it doesn't stop until today's time. So what other nation keeps going into slavery? Okay? What melon? You already know these people's melanated. I already proved to you that. The people keep going into slavery with Joseph. And then the whole children of Israel, which is later on. It's the same thing for the children of Israel. The authentic, original, blood covenant children of Israel. Okay? That's what I'm talking about. I ain't talking about nobody else through no other name. Because they're the children of Israel. Period. So, he keeps going into um, uh, slavery. I ain't going to say bondage. I'm going to say what it is. He goes into slavery and somebody comes and buys him. And I mean, the people was really, they said, don't, don't spare the gold, honey. Go get that man. Go get him. He's young and vibrant and ooh, honey. And they think about all kinds of things they could do with him. Yeah, seriously, seriously. They think about all kinds of stuff they could do to this man, this young tenderoni, okay? Sitting around plotting. This is what the women is doing. Getting around plotting, honey, putting on their makeup and, ooh, go get him. Don't spare the gold. That's what they say. And I don't care how many pieces of gold is, 200, 300, go get that man. So finally, somebody goes to get him. And it's Potiphar's wife. Oh, my. If she ain't a big freak, she sits up there and she does everything and when i say everything everything to try to get him she does everything to try to get him now i'm gonna put a i'm a i'm gonna put a little pin right there i'm gonna get back i'm gonna get back to that hold on okay now meanwhile while he's over there okay israel his father is mourning him and the brothers had to lie because remember, he was the favorite one. And the, he wasn't the favorite one because um, Israel just, oh, yeah, I just like him. No, there's a reason. So like I said, in the book of um, Genesis, in the regular Bible, you don't understand why these things have happened. So there's more questions. So in the book of Jasa, um, you know that the reason why he was the quote unquote favorite is because remember, children are blessings. So when you get older, oh my goodness, I finally have some children. You know you're going to love them to pieces because you're 99 and 100 years old having a baby. Tell me that ain't a blessing time too. So at that time, that's when <laughs> Israel had the baby and, um, and he loved him because that was his first baby by the woman he wanted in the beginning. So finally, he gets this baby, and it's Joseph. So the father, um, Israel, is mourning Joseph, and nobody can console Joseph. So what the brothers did, they plot. Remember, Yahud is the one who sold him because they wanted to kill him. Everybody else, Reuben didn't want to kill him. Um, Yahuda, Judah, he didn't want to kill him either. 
But the other brothers, and it was another brother that did want to kill him, but the, the rest of the brothers from the, um, from the handmaids wanted to kill him because they was jealous of him. They was. But Judah, um, Levi, and um, Judah, Levi, and um, Reuben, and another brother didn't want to kill him. Naphtali didn't want to kill him. Thank you, baby. But um, Judah said, let, let me just figure it out like this. Let's just sell him. So they sold him. Remember, Yahuda sold him. Now I'm getting, ready to, I'm getting ready to quote something to you. This is a scripture. Yah will not be mocked. What you sow, you shall reap. You understand what that means? What you do to people is going to come back to you. So what did Judah do? He sold his brother into bondage. And guess what? Judah's line got sold into bondage. They got sold into all the four corners of the, of the world. Now, what people are currently in the land of their captivity? Think about it. I told you everything goes in a circle. Everything. Judah's children right at this moment are living in the land of their captivity at this moment. So know that, okay? So like I said, um, Israel is mourning and he ain't trying to hear nothing. So what they did, the brothers plotted and they brought a lion or, oh, I'm sorry. It was, um, uh, I forgot what animal it was. It might've been a wolf. I'm going to say it's a wolf. So they brought a wolf to the father Israel and said that the wolf ate now they put blood on the um, blood on his coat on his coat that the father made him the coat of many colors they took that coat from him and sold him into bondage i believe in his underwear he had no really no real clothes on that's why everybody was swooning but um they sold him uh, when they sold him he didn't hardly have nothing on now remember this is the sun people you didn't have to walk around with nothing on because it was hot as hell so Okay, he had this coat. The brothers took the coat and they put it in some blood and they say, oh, this is what happened to your son. Lying to Israel. So Israel's crying and mourning, but the Most High's dealing with Israel and was telling Israel, you're going to find out later, was talking to Israel about it. Even though Israel was mourning that he didn't see his son in his spirit, he knew that that um joseph wasn't dead but he still didn't have joseph so he was still mourning but at that time this is when time goes by but they brought this wolf there and they said the wolf did it the wolf is the one who ate joseph guess what the most high unloosed the wolf's mouth and the wolf said i don't know nothing what you're talking about you know i'm, I'm saying it loosely but the wolf is like i'm looking for my own cup i came here looking for my cup i'm not even from here Okay, I'm just saying in regular language. I'm not from here. I came here looking for my own cup. And then next thing you know, these men came and took me and brought me to you. I don't know what's going on. So that's the conversation that um <laughs> that the wolf had with <laughs> Israel. Now I'm gonna put another pin in that, and I'm gonna say this. In the first book, when you first start listening to the book of Jasper. You understand that Yah, Yah, first of all, I'm just going to say this, and it's so much to say. That's why I'm trying to, I'm trying not to confuse nobody. I'm just going to, Yah can make anything happen, okay? All things are possible with the most high. All things, when I say all, all mean everything, mean anything. 
all things are possible with the most high. And don't you forget that. That scriptures, I'm quoting loosely, all things, not some things, not a piece of things, all things. That's why I say when you go into this, you must open your mind because it's kind of like watching The Matrix or a TV show that is in your mind is surreal. But guess what? Y'all's thinking and your thinking is so far apart. Y'all has infinite thoughts. He's ethereal, ethereal. And we are finite. We have limited thoughts. We have limited whatever. And we could be swayed left or right. And that's what y'all said. Focus on me. I'm going to open your mind. The stuff that the, um, the Ruach can give you is way, way, way beyond this carnal stuff that's on earth. There's so many angels that's telling the, um, that's telling the prophets, you can't comprehend what I'm going to tell you. You're not going to be able to comprehend what I'm going to tell you. And a lot of times we as human beings, we think we know everything. We think we can receive everything. And that's not true. Even being in the truth, you can't receive it. You can't receive it. You can't receive everything that goes with truth. You can't because that, oh, I'm getting ready. Woo, it's getting ready. Something getting ready. Come out my mouth, honey. Oh, oh, oh. That blankety blank is going to blow your mind. When I say it's going to blow your mind, you're not going to be able to receive it. And this is what I say. And this comes from a song. I have to quote the song. Your mind won't excuse me, your eyes won't believe what your mind can't conceive. And what does that mean? That we have finite minds. And when we see something that in our minds, we never saw it, we never thought about it. We never knew this to be true. Not that we ever thought about it being true, but when we see something and it floats your head back, it moves that cat back, you're like, I did not see what I just saw. I did not see what I just saw. That's because your mind, I mean, your eyes cannot believe what your mind can't conceive. Your mind can't wrap around that. It's not the everyday mundane thing. It's not something that somebody told you is possible. You saw it with your own eyes. And this is the stuff that the Most High is going to show you and teach you when you be in the Ruach. That's why it continues to say in the New Testament, not in the Old Testament, because the Old Testament, our, our forefathers already saw this. The Most High told Ezra, I never gave nobody else nothing um, to give them any indication of me. I never gave nobody else the blessings. I never gave um, nobody else was privy to see all of the, um, all of the manifestations that I showed y'all. So somebody can see this and then talk themselves out of it because they ain't never witnessed no mess like that before. So that's what I'm trying to tell you, that the most high can do anything. And when I say anything, I made you to open your mind and mean anything. There's a scripture in the, um, in the book that says the most high can make rocks into human beings. Think about that. Think about that. Think about it. So this is what I'm trying to tell you. So I need you to keep your mind open. And now I'm going to say this. When the Most High made the earth and everything else, and think about what I'm getting ready to say to you. 
when the most high made the earth and everything else everybody else was talking it was one language so everybody was talking and when i say everybody i mean the animals and the humans they was all talking okay and this is how the devil beguiled eve you should have heard that in the beginning of jasper this is how the devil beguiled eve they having conversations and plotting baby they plotting okay and they having conversations so after that the most high said y'all not gonna be talking no more you're not gonna speak the same language as adam and eve and he stopped it at any time the most high can open up a, and they call it loosen somebody's tongue so they could talk and this is what i mean about loosening the tongue just listen to what i'm gonna say you know parrots african parrots right you see a parrot when they cut that tongue the parrot if you teach the parrot to talk it can talk is this a fluke is it a fluke no you know from that is it a fluke and you could teach that parrot to say anything is it a fluke? No. Do you think animals don't understand what you're saying? Lies. I'm telling you this. If anybody just starts studying animals, there was a tsunami in, um, oh, I forgot what, what, um, mm-hmm. I forgot. I told his butt to lay down, he's down. <laughs> I, um, uh, there was a tsunami in, um, I forgot what country a couple of years ago. And this happens all the time before tsunami, uh, happens before the tsunami before, cause there's, um, there's a register that registers all around the world. Um, and it's, um, uh, like a, um, earthquake register. It's a national earthquake registry that, um, registers all the shakings and the earthquakings. <laughs> around the world, right? There's a national register. I forgot what it's named off the top of, off the top top of my head. So what it does is um it registers all the earthquakes. So before earthquakes start, before anything starts, guess what? The animals run for cover. The birds, the elephants in the eastern regions of uh the world everything runs for cover and the only fools that's sitting there is humans do you believe that animals don't know stuff they've been doing testing even on lobsters even on lobsters that's the sea bug that when they get ready to be boiled when they get ready to get cooked they start crying do you really believe that animals don't know what's going on you need to start thinking about these things do some real research now that's what you're talking about research science think about it think about it these animals know what's going on they know what's going on the only fools that don't know what's going on is man and that's what y'all says every spirit abides by my laws except for humans he's not lying now know that because throughout these scriptures especially in the book of jasper you're going to hear all kinds of animals talking they're going to be rebuking people they're going to be doing all kinds of stuff because yah is going to unloose their tongues that's the term that's in the scriptures 
And just think about the parrot. When you cut the, the middle of that parrot's tongue, you're able to give it language. Well, you're not able to give it a language because it already knows. But if you're teaching it to say words, it will start saying, it will start mimicking you. How does that happen? Is it a fluke? Is it only birds? Is it other birds? Is it other animals? Yes. Animals know exactly what you talk about. Animal speech was taken away a long time ago because of sin. And it wasn't their fault either. It was their snake's fault. But I'm saying it wasn't their fault. It was the devil's fault. The devil corrupts everything. I'm telling you. And I keep doing these lessons on the devil. You better start listening. Especially when I do the one about how the devil fools the whole world. Because he's fooling the whole world right as we speak in real time. Anyway, let me go back to, okay, uh, Potiphar's wife, the, uh, the nympho. Okay. So Potiphar's wife, oh, she hot. She's hot, okay? And she want Joseph, okay? Know the animal speak. Ooh, Potiphar's wife is hot in the panties. When I say hot in the panties, ooh, it's setting on fire. Anyway, she tries everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything to get Joseph. Lying, stealing, mixing up potions, her and her friends, she's crying. She's depressed. She's withering away because she wants to have sex with Joseph. And Joseph, Joseph, remember, he's a slave in her house. Can you imagine? Just imagine being a slave in somebody's house. I'm talking to Yasharel. You already know how it goes on. Being a slave and not being able to do nothing in the house. And, um, and your slave master's raping you, raping your mama, raping your grandmother. Hide your mama, hide your wife, hide your granddaughter. I mean, hey, the because the the man, the the heathen that bought you um is raping you. And 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 next thing you know, you pregnant and um your slave husband, which y'all couldn't get married, is looking at this baby like, oh my gosh. I mean, this is the magnitude of the sin um uh, Israel's four um children did. That's how think about it. All the horrible, horrific things that's happening in real time. That's how sinful Israel was. But it's going to be a time when it's getting ready to flip. And if you don't believe that, go to Matthew 24. I keep saying it. And Luke 21 and Revelation. <laughs> read them. And I, as a matter of fact, I'm going to read them in my next uh, lesson because I'm, I'm going to do a lesson. Anyway, back to what I was saying. So Potiphar's wife is doing all kinds of stuff trying to get um she can't make him do stuff because she can't overpower him but she's doing everything and then she turned around and lied and said that he raped her when she grabbed him by the coat because he was coming in because he was you know how they they dress very lightly because it's hot she came, um, Potiphar went out and um, he was doing something for the king. Remember, I told you he's in, in the king's cabinet. So his position is to do whatever it was because I can't remember at the top of my head. But he went away and she was like, now he ain't here, honey. Uh, so, you know, you got to bend to my will. And he's trying to stay away from her and he's praying to the most high, please get me away from this heifer. Get me away from her because this heifer is hot. And I, 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 I don't know what to do. So one day she cornered him. And I believe, I don't know which way he was facing. But 
she was like, yeah, I'm getting, we get ready to do it right now, honey. And I could poison my husband. Oh, they love poisoning people. I could poison my husband and it's just going to be me and you and this and that. You're going to be my Lord. You're going to be all that. She's just saying all of this stuff. And he turns around and he runs away from her and he's naked. So right there, her other servants believe, and they saw stuff too, but try saying something, you will die. Um, the servants, they all started believing her, even though they already saw all the advances, they already did it. And I mean, she was coming to him. She was coming to him in full force. What can you do when you were slave? Nothing. Okay, you can't do nothing. But the most high was with Joseph. Okay. And she had a baby. Now you are not going to hear this in the book of Genesis. But you're going to hear it in the book of Genesis. So what happened? She lied. And they put Joseph back in jail. Look, child, Joseph was a steady slave and a steady uh, prisoner. He was a steady slave and a steady prisoner. So what happened? They put him in a jail in the house. They had jails downstairs in their house. So he was in a jail in the house and he wouldn't eat for a long time. He wouldn't do none of that. And she kept bothering him. She lied and she said, oh, um, he, he raped me and I got this coat right here. And I could tell he tried to make a mockery of you and this and that. And she did that because he wouldn't have sex with her. I mean, he would pray for her and say, you know what? You're sinful. You need to turn from your wicked way. I mean, he was ministering to her, telling her, turn from her wicked way. Stop being so evil and lustful. Yeah, that's what he was saying to her. He would pray for her. This half of one on a hunger strike. Because she still wanted to have sex. This is how the devil works. I'm telling you, the devil was on top of her. She wanted to get her, her legs wrapped around um, Joseph, honey. But since uh, they put him in prison, now this is what happened. She had a baby by Potiphar, Potiphar's baby, the daughter. Why did, now this was a little baby. Why did Potiphar's daughter start telling that he didn't do nothing? This is a, <laughs> this is a baby. The baby opened up his mouth and said, he didn't do anything. He's innocent. Basically, the baby's saying, now this is a, a little um, what do you call them? A little um, toddler, a little toddler infant. Yeah, an infant. The infant opened up his mouth. Y'all loose the infant's mouth, and the infant said, "He's innocent. <laughs> He's innocent." So the elders had to come in, and they had to test him. And sure enough, he was innocent. Uh huh. Now nothing ever happened to her. But he got thrown in the other prison. So the, um, the Potiphar knew, put him in the, in the big prison because all he kept doing, remember, he kept going to prison. Who, who else does that? Who else goes to prison in the world? You know that. Come on now. I do not have to tell you. I do not have to tell you. This stuff goes around in circles. You know who the children are. Anyway, he's in prison again. But then he started making friends with the guards. I mean, everybody loves him. Y'all had his favor on him. So no matter what um, Joseph went through, y'all's favor was on him. Remember, now everything, everything that our ancestors have gone through as Yasharel, everything you've gone through started from the beginning. Before the laws was in place, there was always precepts from the Most High. Before the laws got in place, there was precepts. Remember, 
Y'all did all of this before the foundation of the world. And you can tell because the things that was happening. Yasharel, the members of Yasharel's always going to jail. They always prisoners, even in the New, the New Testament and the Old Testament. <laughs> Excuse me. Yasharel is uh, always in bondage in the New Testament and Old Testament. It does not stop. It doesn't stop. And Yah's law has always been in place, remember, because he did everything before the foundation of the world. And because we in space and time, you can't wrap your head around, how could that be a law when he didn't give the laws yet? Remember, Yah did this before the foundation of the world. So it was a law before humanity even came into the world. Okay? So sexual immorality, that was already, um, remember, because that's a spirit. Sexual immorality it's a spirit. I'm saying sexual immorality, but the demon of sex, there is a demon of sex, and it's a man and a woman. Uh-huh. And that's in the that's in the uh, testament of um Solomon. I'm gonna upload that. I'm gonna upload that and I want y'all to listen to it because these demons are here today. The I already told you is demons not scriptural, but I will just say demon because you know the world uses demon, but it's devils. Devil's been here before we got here, before humans was made from the dust of the ground. It was already devils here. The devil was here. One third of the angels was here. Um, um, wickedness in high places, principalities and um, was in the sky. Remember, principalities and wickedness was in the skies. The devil was already on earth. The devil was already on earth with one third of the angels already before humans. And those, um, those, um, those things that mixed the angels, which were the watches, mixed with human women and they made abominations, okay? And there was all kinds of things. They called them Nephilims, giants, all of that. Every, every generation, they became something else. And they was half human and half spirit with no soul. That's why they was abominations. And Yah killed them all and they walked the earth. You don't believe what I say? Go to the book of Enoch and go to the Testament of Solomon. And they tell you, there's also a book called the book of giants, but I, I'd rather you not read that because that's the Sumerian text. Remember, other nations was ruled by devils. So even though every other nation kept their own books, they not of the most high. So that's why you need to stay away from certain books. It says in the scriptures that some things you don't need to know. Just like so what book you said? The I'm book of Enoch and what else? Can I say it again? The book of Enoch, the Testament of Solomon. I'm going to upload the book and you'll know, you'll get it. You'll, I'm going to upload it but I'm not going to upload the other one that I said because you don't need to know that. Just know. And I, I'm going to tell you why you don't need to know. And I'm running out of time and we only up here, but co um, connect on to the next uh, one when I go on to it because we still on 42 because I have to tell you what's going on in 42 before I tell you the rest. Um, uh, before humans came down on this earth, when they say in the beginning, you know, when you, um, when you read uh, Genesis or you open up the book, the, you open up the Bible and the first thing is in the beginning, those first in the beginning. Okay. In the beginning is human beginning. 
not the beginning of everything. You understand what I'm saying? When yeah. I'm taught, when I say something, when I say about the spirits, when I did that lesson about spirits, I was talking about spirits before humans came down here. I already told you about the government of the spirits and all that, because all of the things that humans is doing is mocking uh, the things that was up in heavens. They're doing the same thing. That prayer as it, um, in heaven as it is, I mean, on, on earth as it is in heaven, you know, um, you know, you know the prayer. I'm not going to go through the whole prayer. They mimic what's going on in the heavens. And I'm not talking about, I'm talking about in the, in the I'll just say the horrible heavens. Because the heavens is not where y'all is. The heavens is the firmament, the skies. I told you there's portals in the skies, dimensions. I already told you that. And we're not going to go through that because we're not talking about that. But I'm saying there's things that was here before we got here. And that's why I say you need to open your mind because y'all's going to give you stuff that's going to flip your wig. He is. You're not going to be able to receive everything he's going to say. And sometimes when we can't control the things that we hear or see and it's too overwhelming for us, we act like it don't even exist. And that's why Yah says throughout that and Yahusha says throughout the Bible, not the Old Testament, because they believed him then, the New Testament. When they start seeing stuff, he said, you, you could barely understand what's going on on the earth. How can I tell you heavenly stuff? You ain't gonna be able to receive it. Because your eyes won't believe what your mind cannot conceive. That's why I need you to open your mind. Because half of this stuff, you're going to be looking at me like, this half is crazy. But the truth is the truth. I'm telling you. The Ruach is dealing with me. And you cannot serve Yah without faith. If you do not have faith in the Most High, how are you receiving any of this? And I'm going to tell you one better. If you cannot receive this and you don't believe it, then you're not of Yah anyway. Remember, he already did this stuff before the foundation of the world. So maybe you will never get that phone call. Okay. Now, back to what I was saying. So Joseph's going through all kinds of stuff in Egypt. Meanwhile, his father, uh, where they are, his father's mourning and all, and nobody can console the father. Now, I didn't told you what the wolf said. And they let the wolf go because the wolf said, I didn't do it. But the Most High is dealing with um, Israel and telling Israel he's all right, even though Israel is heartbroken, heartbroken to the point that he want to die because he wants his son. But everybody got to be patient. Everybody got to be patient. So um, on that side, um, Israel going through pain and heartache. And on the other side, Joseph is going through hell because these women want to rip his clothes off and eat every piece of his body like he's a piece of dark chocolate. Okay? <laughs> and that's how it is. Uh, honey, they want to lick him, eat him, chew on him, munch on him, lick all of him, child, and, and this man don't know what to do. So he's happy in jail, in prison. He's happy. And he's back in prison for years. So then, like I said, he meets up with the two um, workers from the king's palace. And then he, you know, <clears throat> so they left the, the two from the king's palace. He interpreted their dream and they left and they didn't pay Joseph no mind. So now things is happening. The king had a dream and the king want everybody interpreting uh, the dream. But everybody, all the little, um, all the little workers of magic and all that stuff and all the elders that's in his um, court cannot interpret the dream. 
So now, this is fast forward years after, because nobody can interpret the dream, and the and the king needs somebody because he can really kill everybody because he needs to find out what the heck's going on with this dream. So Joseph, they somebody finally comes and go, oh, I know somebody who can interpret dreams, and they they get him out to interpret the dream. So then, you know, um, uh, he can't really talk to the, um, the um, and I already said this last week, but he can't really talk to the Pharaoh because they speak different languages. Before he gets in front of that Pharaoh, that angel comes and teaches him how to do them languages. So I already told you about the steps of Pharaohs, like 37, 38 steps. The Pharaoh's up here and this, everything meant something. So the Pharaoh is God and everybody's down at the bottom of the stairs, they the serfs and whoever else. So the Pharaoh never used to step off the steps because you wasn't worthy for him to step down a step to do whatever. But if you had a certain position in the kingdom, then he would step down, you know, like somebody who was Potiphar, who was in the king's court. Maybe you'll step on the fourth step and he, maybe he'll come down fourth step. And in between those other 37 steps, me and you gonna have this conversation. Okay, and that's how it works. And if you didn't mean nothing to the kingdom, then you're going to step on that step and heal on the 37th step and you say what you got to say if you get to see him. So that's how it was. But I tell you what, it got to the point after um, the Most High finished dealing with, um, with um, Joseph, guess what? They met each other on the stairs. That's how important, that's how blessed Joseph was. Who's meeting the Pharaoh um, at his... Um, in his own terms, who's meeting him on those stairs, right in the middle? That's what the most high will do for you, okay? So while all that stuff is going on, there's famine in the land, and now I'm back where um, Israel is. Now I'm on chapter 43. Israel said, y'all got to go look for some food because we're running out of food. We're running out of food, and y'all got to go look for some food. So he's looking at all the brothers, with the exception of Joseph, who's already in Egypt, and Benjamin. Benjamin's still a young boy, 15, 14, something like that, 18. At that time, because you remember all them years, Joseph is now, because he left. When he got sold into Egypt, he was 18. So now Joseph is grown, because many years, many years he's been there. So now Benjamin was the youngest brother, and now he's about 18, 19. Uh-huh. He did. Benjamin was a baby when um, Joseph was sold. So now everybody's going for food. All the brothers except for Benjamin, that's with Israel. And you already know Joseph is already in Egypt. So now they got to go. Everybody already knows Egypt is the world ruler. And there was no problems between Yasharel and Egypt at that time. So they had to go to Egypt and go look for food. Now, I already told you that Israel was wealthy. Okay, I already told you he was wealthy. He already had things. They had gold already. They had silver. That's how old it is. Gold and silver. They had gold. They had silver. They had flocks of goats, sheep, camels, uh, donkeys. They had horses. All of that stuff that made them wealthy. They had land. That's wealth. Even today, that's wealth. And that's what they had. So Israel saying, y'all got to go out and go get some food, honey. We ain't got no food. Go on out there and go get some food. I got less than a minute. When it um when it goes off, please come come back on because I'm only on 43 and I got to get to 50. So please cut it back on. I'm just gonna talk until it's um at the end and then I'll redo it. Okay. So you know now he's getting the brothers. Now at this time all the brothers got kids. 
all of them. They all got kids. So um, Israel's telling them, y'all all better get together and go. Now I'm talking Book of Jasper. I ain't talking about uh, Genesis because I'm going to get to the meat right now. Um, Israel's telling them, go on, get yourself together. You know, we all here. You know, we here. Y'all, your kids and all that stuff going to be here. Y'all brothers, get it together and go find some food. So now the brothers, they go to Egypt. All of them. Except for Benjamin, I already told you, and and Jacob, um, excuse me, and Joseph is already in Egypt. Now, remember, it was many years that they saw him when he was young. Now he's a grown man, and he's under Pharaoh because he interpreted those dreams, and Pharaoh found favor in him through the Most High, and now he's under Pharaoh. Pharaoh then took his ring off and said, "You're gonna be right under me. I'm God. You the one who's gonna be right under me. Nobody." is gonna be um, higher than you, except for me. Now, remember in Egypt, they thought they was gods. That's why you don't call the most high God. There's so many spirits that's called gods and lords. Uh-huh, even humans. Why would you call the most high a God or a Lord when there's spirits that's gods, there's spirits that's lords, and people call people lords. In the back in the days, in biblical times, they call them lords and they say landlords. All right, so that's why they call them landlords. We on part two. Why would you call the most high? Who nobody shouldn't be in that area. Y'all said there's nobody that's next to me. Nobody can't get next to me. Nobody can get next to my glory. Why would you call him a mundane, unworthy word like God or Lord? What kind of nonsense is that? If he's the most high, if he nobody could be next to him nobody i'm talking about no other name could be next to him no other deity could be next to him no they can't see him why would you call these mundane names these superficial names why would you call the most high that and that's what was going on so in egypt they was calling people gods and lords so the uh, the pharaoh said i'm god to joseph and you're going to be under me nobody going to be um, next to you, except for me. I'm going to be the one that's God and you're going to be um, the king. That's basically what he's saying. So he gives Joseph the ring. So now Joseph is the top dog. The only one who can overrule Joseph is the Pharaoh. And he does nothing. He lets Joseph have the range of everybody. Yeah, he does. Because that's how much favor the most high gave Joseph. Okay, the most I said, I'm going to bless you and you're going to bless somebody and I'm going to bless that too. Now that is also in the law and it's a blessing from uh, for uh, Israel. And this is before the laws came into place. I already told you, y'all did this before the foundation of the world. So all the stuff he's doing is not new, even though it feels like it's new. Well, how could that be a law before the law is? Don't you know y'all did this before the foundation of the world? If he did it before the foundation of the human world, of the human world, this was already in place. Okay, I already told you, I'm going to flip your wig back. Know that it was already done before you got here. Now, and y'all already told your ancestors. So now Egypt's, I'm in Egypt. And now Joseph is um, in Egypt living his, living his best life now, okay? 
the most I said, now I'm going to bless you. I'm going to get you out of prison. You're going to be right under Pharaoh, all of this stuff. So that's what he was living his best life. And Joseph was smart as a whip, honey, smart, beautiful, all that. They still lost to their film now, but they was falling back. Nobody couldn't get them. So the brothers is coming. The brothers are now. Okay, let me just tell you this before the brother. I already said the brothers was coming to Egypt because there's no food. But remember, Joseph lived his best life and he got married to someone named Arsenath. Okay. Now she was. I already told you about the Pharaoh's, um, the Pharaoh's uh, cabinet, which he has like, you already, I already told you the ministers and the captains and the uh, generals and all of that. So there was a top priest, because remember back in the days, you couldn't do nothing without no priest, even the heathen nations. So he was a top priest and um, Arsenis, Arsenis was the daughter of the priest, but there's a little caveat. He didn't have the daughter. They found her. Because in the book of jo um, Jasa, they're going to keep going. If we don't know no better, she's Yasharel. She's Yasharel. They kept calling her like she's, um, she was of that tribe. For some reason, she was. And I'll tell you this. Later on down the road, when the Egyptians tried to get rid of um, Yasharel, they had to get rid of their kids. They had to do something or else they was going to get killed. So I, I'll give you a little piece of that. Well, we're going to talk about that next week. But, um, well, not next week, but in the book of um, Exodus, that's what happens. And there's so many, there is so many um, correlations from there to now that I will tell you, like I said, everything goes in a circle. Everything goes in a circle and there's nothing new under the sun. So like I said, um, the brothers are going in Egypt, the brothers is going to Egypt and they got pockets full of money and they ready to go on and do whatever they want. Now I'm speak, speaking, now you already know this is in um, Genesis, but I'm speaking strictly of the book of Jasper because this is the stories I'm telling you, they from the book of Jasper. So now they're going in, um, they're going in Egypt and they got money. Now it's um, 10 of them. It's 10 of the brothers. They go into Egypt and they, you know, scouting around. They say, well, shoot. While we here getting some food, because you know you got to get a certain, you got there's no supermarkets. You you got to go to a certain, you know, certain people to get stuff. While we here looking around, we might as well find out whether Joseph's around. So the brothers start scouting around for Joseph. <laughs> now Egypt, remember every, uh, and I never said this, but I want you to remember it when I say it. Every nation. I did say every nation keeps their own books. They did their own stuff because none of the nations was stupid. They was just led by devils. Did you hear what I said? They wasn't stupid. As a matter of fact, they were probably smarter then than they are now, simply because the spirits was dealing with them. Remember, it's earlier time. I already told you what was down here. The spirits was dealing with them and they knew. They knew. They knew the most high. They knew the most high. Everybody in biblical days knew the most high. Did they follow the most high? No. Now, nobody know nothing except for the atheists. They follow the devil. They know. And the devil, the devil um, does things for them. Mm 
Doesn't mean that the devil likes them. The devil don't like no flesh. And these people are fools. Didn't I tell you the devil fools the whole world? The devil does not like any flesh. Yeah, he's going to lead you and he might give you all these earthly things. But what can a spirit do with earthly things? A spirit don't care nothing about earthly things. The spirit can give you earthly things, but what you going to pay for those earthly things? There's a price. And it comes in a sacrifice. Okay? When we start talking about the Lord, the blood is the life, baby. You're going to have to give them some life. But anyway, the brothers is in Egypt. Excuse me, I'm sipping my tea. And they looking for, they're looking for Joseph too. They don't know that Joseph is right under the Pharaoh. They have no idea. And they haven't seen Joseph in years. Remember, he left when he was um, 18. They haven't seen Joseph in years, like 30 years, like that. Maybe it's 20 years or 30 years, but they haven't seen Joseph in many years. Can you... Excuse me, people. Can you um can you put this in 30 seconds, please? I need my tea. So they haven't seen Joseph in about 20, 30 years. So now they in um they in Egypt trying to get some food. And they um looking for Joseph. So now it comes to the now I'm just I'm gonna say this. You back in the days. Remember, you're going to somebody else's land. Everybody knows the strangers. I don't care if you are melanated, if you're not melanated. Everybody knows the strangers. If you go to your neighborhood and you grew up in your neighborhood and everybody know everybody and somebody just moved in, you already know that was a stranger. You know that's a stranger because you ain't, you didn't grow up with that person. You don't know that person. So that's what, what happened. It got back to Joseph that the brothers was there. Now, Joseph knew who his brothers was, but the brothers didn't know who Joseph was. And I'm gonna put a pin in that right now. If you go to Egypt today, if you go to Egypt in real time and you go and you look on, there's a guide, any guide. If there's a guide that's gonna guide you around to see those um, pyramids and all of that, they will show you who Joseph was. Joseph is the blackest thing on the pyramid wall. I'm gonna say it again. Joseph is the blackest thing, thank you, that's on the pyramid wall. Wherever that guide is going to show you where Joseph is, because they didn't call him Joseph. They call him, remember, when you get conquered, I already told you this, when you get conquered by somebody else or you brought in as a slave, they change your name. It never changed. You already know everything works in the circle. I already told you there's nothing new under the sun. What did they do to Yasharel? Change the name. What did they do to Yasharel when they was transport, transported all over the four corners? They changed their names. You know who Yasharel is, period. So they changed um, uh, Joseph's name. And you already know it's not Joseph, it's Yusef. They already changed the name and they called him Emotech or whatever the hell they called him. I don't know what they called him. I just said that. But they called him something else. They called him an Egyptian name. But they say, yeah, this is Joseph. And you see this black um, being or uh, person, hieroglyph on the wall or statue, whatever. Hieroglyphs is the, um, the words. But um, you see this black um, person on the wall, that's Joseph. So where is he non-melanated? Where? He just is black. And I didn't already say he black. Please go to the platform library and understand black versus white. I just did a lesson on that. Okay. Now, 
So the brothers is moving around. So now Joseph finds out what's going on. And now he want to play a little game with them, with his brothers for, for selling him. So he calls the brothers and is like, um, what are you doing here? They, got, they get summoned to Joseph. They don't know who Joseph is. So Joseph's like, what you doing here? And he was, they, the brothers is basically saying, you know, we're here for food and all of this other stuff. And he was like, oh, okay. You know, they having a dialogue and what have you. And, um, you know, he's, he's cozy enough to him. Joseph, uh, Joseph is cozy enough to him. You say, oh yeah, trying to understand a little bit more about him. But every, the whole world already knows them. At that time, the whole world already knew who Yasharel was because Yah sent Yasharel into the nations, into different uh, places to kill up everybody. And why? Because those, those nations was ruled by devils. That's why. I mean, some people will read their Bible, regular Bible in Genesis, and they'll go, oh gosh, these people are horrible. All they do go in there is um, all they do is go in and start killing people. That's not the reason. You know the reason in the book of Jasper because those people was ruled by devils. I already told you it was down here before humans was ever made, and they was running rampant. The spirits is running rampant. They they um leading people astray. And remember, the giants was here. So that's who Yasharel was fighting. Okay, now you know, because people is, they led astray and the devil is fooling everybody. The devil got everybody thinking that Yasharel and ran over there and just start killing people, they murderers, lies. A part of the law is not to murder. So if Yah himself is sending you somewhere to get rid of the devils, damn it, he's sending you in there to get rid of the devils. Anyway, so the brothers, you know, they, they um, get, befriend Joseph. They don't know it's Joseph. And Joseph sends them money, I mean, food, and say, yeah, yeah, okay, you know, remember it's famine. Uh, yeah, take this food and go, you know, I heard you, um, I heard you got, now remember, everybody knows Yasharel. They know of them, the conquest and all the fighting and the wars. They know, the whole world knows this already. So he's like, yeah, okay, well, you know, you Israel's um, kids, oh, yeah, okay, well, here's some food and stuff, you know. You may want to, you know, um, just bundle up and, and 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 take a whole bunch of food because you know famine's gonna be a while because remember joseph interpreted the dream that it's gonna be seven years 14 years a fam oh sorry it's 14 years altogether it's seven years of plenty and seven years of famine so they already had the plenty and now it's famine seven whole years of famine which they call in today's time depression so he gives them food and all that enough for, I guess, a year or two or whatever. Because remember, they was bringing donkeys, horses, all that stuff to go get the food. Because they in Canaan and, um, and um, um, Joseph is in um, Egypt. And it's not that far to go from Canaan to Egypt. It's not that far. Okay. So he gives them and they leave. Okay. He gives it to them and they leave. Still on 43. Now, fast forward, they didn't already ate up all the food, did all this stuff. So here's Israel again. Okay, y'all gonna have to go back now. This must have been, I don't know how many years in between they ate up all the food. Who knows? It doesn't specifically give you how many years it was. But later on, Israel tells his sons again, you're gonna have to go back into Egypt and get some more food because we're running out of food again. Okay, so that this time the brothers already know, they know, um, they was acquainted with um, Joseph. They don't know it's Joseph, but they was acquainted with 
the person, the second in command, because the second in command made it known, I see you, I see you, what do you want? We want some food. All right, I'm gonna give you your food here. Give me my money, bye. So now they're going back. They have no idea it's Joseph. Now they back. And this is now we on 44. So they still looking for Joseph, not knowing that they didn't already met Joseph. They back for the food again. Now I'm talking strictly um, Book of Jasa. Now all of a sudden they see Joseph again and they have this dialogue. Oh yeah, we back, you know, we back to get food and whatever. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. Well, how many brothers you got? They didn't already discuss that. Well, um, why you didn't bring your youngest brother? And where's the other brother? You said you had um, a certain amount of brothers. Well, where is it? Oh, well, we lost them in Egypt. You lost them in Egypt. What kind of, you know, people are you? Now, now Joseph is provoking the brothers and saying, well, where is he? Because I know the last time you was here, you were scouting around Egypt. What are you, spies? Now it starts something. It, um, um, Joseph is starting something. And I want to tell you too, remember, I already said that Joseph was married with, uh, to Arsnes who is the quote unquote adopted daughter to one of the priests that could possibly be of the line of Yasharal because that's what they say in the book of Jasper. They indicate that, but excuse me, Arsenef gives him two, two children. He got two children, Manasseh and what's the other kids? Um, Ephraim. Now he got two kids. The kids is in their teens. Okay, I'm setting the stage for you. The kids is in 18. So Joseph is like, well, yeah, I, I, I noticed because, you know, we come back and um, I noticed that you scouting out my land. What's going on? If your brother's supposed to be here, where is he? Where is he? Now he's taunting the brothers and he is the brother, but he's taunting them. And, you know, he's getting back at them for them doing that. But well, where's your brother if he's supposed to be here? I know you better find him. If he is here, if you did sell him, what kind of people are you? Then you need to find him. So um, at that time, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, let me rewind. All right. The first time they, he gave him food and all that, and he said, you know, bring your, you know, he was getting to know them. And he's like, um, Okay, well, if you got certain brothers and what have you, now he already know they were scouting the first time. Bring your brother. Bring the last one, because I want, you know, I want to know, I want to know him. I want to, you know, because remember, Joseph haven't seen his brother since he was a baby. So he he um, got them, he talked them into bringing a brother there, you know, cause trying to make friends and stuff. So they get there, and remember, um, Israel is saying you got to go back there, and. Um, and they telling Israel, and this is um, Yehuda. Well, he wants us to bring Benjamin. <laughs> Israel's like, you ain't bringing my youngest son. You ain't bringing. Now remember, he's grown, but because they live so long, you're not bringing my youngest son. You're not bringing him. I don't care what nobody say. You ain't bringing him. And the brothers is like, we have to bring him, or else we can't get no more food. We gotta bring him. And he's like, I don't care what's going on. You ain't taking my son. You already took my um. My my first son Benjamin is not from um, Rachel. is um, is already gone. So nobody ain't taking Benjamin. So then Yahuda says, "Listen, I will I will be responsible for Benjamin. 
if Benjamin don't come back, you could kill my kids. So that now they all back, all right? Um, Israel allows them to come back. So now they all back. So now this is when um, Joseph is provoking them. Was like, um, you know, gave them the food. First he gave them the food, right? This is how Joseph set them up. Joseph gave them the food. And they was, you know, they was eating and all this, marrying all this stuff. So he invited all the brothers to his house. And it was like, yeah, you know, we're not eating all this stuff. They ate. And remember, Joseph is right under the king. So they had silver and gold cups and all this other stuff. So they laughing and, ah, ha, ha, all right, I'm going to send you off with the, um, with the food back to your father. So they going off and they like, they are like maybe a day away or whatever. So Joseph says, this is the setup. You put this cup in, this before they left, you put this cup in Benjamin's um, bag. And when they leave, I'm going to say that they stole something. So remember, he, they already packed up and they left. It was like a day away. Then here comes the Egyptian guards. And they say somebody stole out of the pal, out of, um, eat, um, out of Benjamin. I'm just going to say Benjamin. I mean, I'm just going to say Joseph because I don't know his Egyptian name. And they, they'll say it there, but I can't remember it. Somebody stole out of um, Joseph's house and they stole a cup and this and that. And the brothers was like, what? Nobody ain't steal no cup. They ain't do none of that. So they search everybody's bed. You know, if you didn't steal nothing, we're going to search. All right, go ahead and search. They search the bag and see the cup in Benjamin's <laughs> All the money that they paid for the food is back in their all bag, all of their bags. And Benjamin got the silver cup in his bag. And they don't know how it happened. And they like, oh my goodness, what's happening? What's happening? So they bring them back to Egypt. Now I'm gonna put a dot in that. And I'm gonna say this. In a regular Bible in Genesis, it says that the brothers was so scared they was just begging pretty much begging to get um to you know for them to stop um for benjamin i mean sorry for joseph to stop badgering them and let them go but that's not what happened in the um in the book of jasper when they gave when they came back you know they was humble they was like well what happened you know we, we didn't do this we didn't do this i'm telling you we didn't do it we didn't do it and joseph was like well then how did it get in there if you didn't do it, how did it get in there? And they couldn't answer it because they were set up. But then um, they was like, well, he was like, well, somebody's going to jail. Somebody's going to jail for stealing. You know, I give you all this hospitality. I give you everything you need. And then all of a sudden you're going to betray me and do this. I'm sending y'all out of here. And I'm keeping somebody um, as a... Um, as a, a hostage, not a hostage, but you know, somebody's going to jail. So, you know, they all figuring out who's gonna go to jail and all of this stuff. And he's like, I'm keeping this one, pointing to Benjamin. Oh, hell, now they, now they, get, ready, now they get ready to start some, cause um, Judah is like, now I gotta stop you. Cause this, he's not going anywhere. He's not gonna be no hostage and he's not going to jail here cause we bringing him back to his father. Cause we lost one of the brothers and then we can bring him back to the father. So, but um, Joseph says, well, you shouldn't have lost the person cause what kind of person are you to sell somebody into bondage and you can't even find him now. You don't even know whether he's alive or dead. I'm keeping, jo I'm keeping Benjamin, child. 
and brothers started scouting out. They said, you must what? You must not know me. They went. They did that Beyonce. You must not know about me. You must not know about me. So um, Judah was like, you must not know that we, you, you heard, you heard about us. We will crush this whole place. So Judah and all of them started spreading out. They told Naphtali, go scout this whole Egypt because we can tear this whole Egypt down. So Naphtali goes running out and starts scouting out how many out, I mean, how many um, doors or whatever they could, um, how many outlets that they have. He was scouting everywhere. They was about to tear the whole Egypt down to the ground. You hear me? The whole Egypt. So they can ready to, they can ready to fight. So while they getting ready to fight, remember they was mighty men of valor. So it's 10 of them, 11 with, um, with Benjamin. It's 10 plus Benjamin. Cause Benjamin, remember he was still young. And I mean, in his teens or twenties, that's what I mean about young. They about the, Judah's going in and Judah was the king out of all of them. He was the most um, aggressive. He was the most um, fearsome. He was the most Joseph. I mean, um, Judah, that's why he's the king. He started going in and they do these banshee yells and they was yelling and doing all this stuff. So all of a sudden, Joseph was like, okay, well, you, you ain't scared nobody. Remember, he's the brother. You ain't scared nobody. I got people just like that. So he called a whole bunch of men from his battalion, and they was about to fight. But they, um, Judah's like, I'm, I'm going to take them. I'm taking them down. Now, there is a scripture that says that one will chase a thousand and two, ten thousand. That's what the most high was doing with Yasharel when they was conquering these nations earlier in the um, scriptures. It would be one person that would take down thousands and it would be two scattering and run, making 10,000 run. And this is the truth in the Old Testament. And it says it in the New Testament too. Okay, so they're going in. They about to fight. Everybody's about to fight. So then um, Joseph is saying, oh my gosh, I didn't, I didn't want it to get this far. In his head, he's like, I didn't want it to get this far. So Judah is, I'll just say like this. Judah started acting like John. I would just say that, okay? Nobody don't know who John is, but the people on this uh, thing started acting like, or Nia. Nia or John, that's what Judah started acting like. And then all of a sudden, um, Benjamin's son, Manasseh, he's, I'm sorry, Joseph's son, Manasseh, was it Manasseh who did it or was it, uh, yes, it was, no, it was Manasseh, Joseph's son, Manasseh grabbed Judah and put him in a chokehold, so he couldn't get out the chokehold, remember, the Yasharel is blessed by the most high, nobody couldn't um, hold them down on none of that. And they get ready to fight Joseph. They don't know it's Joseph. So Joseph's son Manasseh comes out and grabs and put um, Judah in a chokehold that Judah couldn't get out of. And Judah's thinking, how is this kid even wrestling me down? Nobody can hold me down. He don't know it's, jo- um, he don't know it's Joseph's son. He don't know. So while he was holding him down, doing all of that, he said, see, I got my own people that could do that. Manasseh was on his behind like white on rice, honey. He was on him. But then 
then they tried to quiet everybody down, you know, quiet down, quiet down. Because they was about, like I said, the brothers was going to tear the whole Egypt down to the ground. They was going to. So after they, you know, after they calmed down, everybody was calming down and stuff. <laughs> he was like, um, I, I'm just going to keep Joseph here. You know, everybody calm, you know, they didn't want no war. I'm going to keep Joseph here and you go get your father. Because the only one, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep Benjamin here. I keep saying Joseph. Joseph said he's going to keep Benjamin here to the brothers. And go get your father. Because I'm not letting him go. So they all left. And they went to go get Israel. Now Israel is pissed off. Israel's mad because they back, at, they back with Israel. Israel's angry because he knew something like this was going to happen. He knew. He knew that the brothers was going to bumble up and something was going to go down. So they had to bring the whole family. They had to bring the whole family back over there to go um, get Benjamin. And when they got back over there, guess what they did? Oh, wait, uh, I'm not going to say that yet. Okay, so that's what happened uh, in 44. The brothers, you know, they start getting ready to go in. In 45, I already told you, um, they made Israel come with all the family. It was 70 people that came into his, uh, that came into Egypt, 70. Remember, when he took and he kept Benjamin, he's like, uh-uh, you're going to have to go get your father because that's the only one who can get him out of here. So they went, all the brothers went and they got Israel and all their family members and they came. It was 70 people that came back to Egypt, that came to Egypt. Okay, that's in chapter 45 and 46. J 45, they left to go get um the father. I'm sorry, before they left, let me rewind. I, they did leave to go get the father. But remember I told you when the fight was getting ready to break out and he said, you know, you can't, you, you are not going to be able to um, get uh, Benjamin out of there. He told them who he was. He told them who he was after, you know, because it was going to start a war. So he told them he, that he was Benjamin. I mean, that he was Joseph. He told them he was Joseph and they was astonished. Okay. Mouths dropping to the floor. They were shocked. Not only that, they were scared that he was going to do something to them because of the, the wickedness that they did to him. So he said, go get, you know, go get Israel, go get dad. So they go, I don't know whether they called him dad. I'm just saying they went to go get him. That was it. He made it, Joseph made himself known to his brothers in chapter 45. I already told you what went down. It was getting ready to start a war, honey, because uh, um, Judah was like, I ain't leaving. I'm going to tear this place down. You must not know me, okay? You must not know who we are, because we can ready to tear this place down to the ground. And when I say that, you're going to listen to all the little things that happen when they get ready to tear the place down. But anyway, okay, 46. Um, they go back and they tell um, their father that they found, quote unquote, they found Joseph. And the father is all too happy to come back and see his son. He said, oh, now I can go see my son before I die. Now, um, Israel is in his hundreds at this time. Everybody else in their 70s and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So they go in chapter 46, they go to Egypt. Everybody, 70 people go to Egypt. The whole family goes to Egypt at that time. It's all the brothers and their kids. It's um, Israel 
and his grandkids and the and the and the wives and all of that. Because remember, the two um, the two Israel's wives died. They died. Did they die? Yeah, they died. Rebecca and um, what's her name? Leah. Okay, so um, seventy people go into Egypt. Now I'm on chapter uh, forty-seven. Jacob blesses Pharaoh and Joseph. Okay, now this is what happens. When Jacob, his name ain't Jacob, you know Israel. When Israel gets there, you know he's love. Oh, I'm running out of time, but I'm gonna wrap it up before the time. So Israel comes and they start loving on Joseph and all that. And then he's, you know, they spent years there, you know, through the famine, because it was still, you know, famine. They took care of them and all of that. So everybody in Egypt loved Joseph. Everybody, because Yah sent him favor. So when they found out his family got there, they gave um, Joseph's family, Israel, the best plot of land that's in Egypt. They had the best of the best. The best of the best of the best. They had the choice food, the best land and everything because Joseph blessed Egypt by Yah. So then with uh, Jacob, Jacob is uh, went and blessed Pharaoh. Yaakov, Israel, blessed Pharaoh. So they had abundance in Egypt. This is when everybody was good. And he also um, blessed Joseph and his two children. He blessed them too. Okay. From chapters 48 to 50 is the end of jo Joseph and J, um, excuse me, the end of Joseph and Israel. That means they're going to die in um, between 48 and 50 chapters. Now, 48, Jacob with, which is Israel. Israel blesses Jacob's sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. Now Manasseh is the oldest one. I already told you the oldest child gets a double portion. He gets the best of the best. But uh, Israel did not bless Manasseh. Israel blessed Ephraim, the second oldest. And while he put his hand on him, he that's how they usually do, put touch them and say a blessing. Okay, and the most high Bless them to bless the, the oldest child. But when um, Israel put his right hand on Ephraim, which is the younger one, and the left hand on Manasseh, Jacob said, I mean, excuse me, Joseph said, no, that's not it. He said, that, um, the youngest one is the one you got your right hand on. And he said, I know, because the, um, the oldest one is going to serve the youngest one. That's why I already know. And he, all, he also told, you know, while they was loving on each other all those years before they was getting ready to die, he said, I knew that you didn't die. I just didn't know where you were. I knew you you didn't die because the angels was dealing with me because Yah sent the angels to tell him that he didn't die. Because uh, trust me, Israel would have died because that's how much he loved Joseph. Okay, chapter 49. Um, Yaakov blesses his 12 sons and he dies. Now, the 12 sons that was blessed, this is a bridge to the testament of the 12 tribes. I'm going to upload the testament of the 12 tribes. Remember I said that's in the scriptures, Yah gave the forefathers the end from the beginning. That means the, uh, the Most High told the biblical forefathers what's going to happen throughout the whole world before judgment. He told everybody, Adam knew it. Um, Seth knew it, Enoch knew it, all of the people up until um, Abraham, um, Isaac, Jacob, all the way up to Moses knew it. They knew 
everything's gonna happen from biblical first time to now until the end of the world they knew it all all of them they knew it so the most high told all of them that and um the most high told israel you already know who is jacob um what's gonna happen and um the most high told um well i'm not gonna say the most high right now um israel blesses his 12 sons and he tells them what's going to happen and the most high deals with all 12 of the sons and that's in the testament of the 12 patriarchs and what i'm going to do is i'm going to upload it so you can hear it because i really want you to hear yahuda's testimony okay i already and i also um did something um uh, there's something in the library on the platform that tells you what a testament is or a testimony. It goes into it. But anyway, the uh, testament of Yahuda, I need you to focus on that because the children of Yahuda is scattered in the four corners of the globe. And this testament is to them. But it's actually talking about all the testaments. Now, it was different scrolls, but somebody put them all together. I already told you what the, uh, what the other people did. Now, chapter 50, um, Yaakov, Yaakov, who's Israel, his burial and Joseph's death, the hope of the inheritance. Now, I'm going to say this. Joseph did not want to be, um, did not want to stay in Egypt. But remember, he was number two in Egypt, but nobody wanted Joseph to leave Egypt because the thing was, if Joseph leaves Egypt, then the whole Egypt is going to go down. And it kind of did. Mm-hmm but not in the time that people thought. This is what I mean. When, when the Most High says something, he ain't telling you when it is. He's just saying it is going to happen. Now, you may not be here when it happens, but it is going to happen because Yah's word does not go back void, which means whatever he says is, and that's what happened, okay? So we already did all the way from 42 to 50. Now, if there's any questions or concerns, you can ask me now, and next week is going to be Exodus, and we still, hold on, we still in the book of Jasa because I believe the book of Jasa covers the first five books, which is the Pentateuch. So if anybody has any questions, like I said, next week is the book of Exodus and I will be uploading number four of the book of Jasa. Any questions? Okay, not, not a question, but what was um, Jacob's youngest son's name, you said? Benjamin. Oh, okay, the reason why I was asking that because it's so funny because I'm uh, Scarlett is reading the Don't children's no Bible. Name. No name. Okay. The baby's so, I'm sorry, reading the Bible. Me. The baby's reading right. the Bible. So look, I'm going to show you. It's like pictures. I mean, exactly how you said it, but she started asking me like in the beginning, where the people? You know what I'm saying? So you just said the people were here. Um, this or she kept asking me where the people like where's the humans when the animals there listen that but i could show you the book everything is in white i, I like the book because it's like a clip note but every every person in here is white everything and she was asking all these questions but i'm gonna um i being that you did it in detail then and, and like you said the, uh, the book of jasper is a is a nice book jasper it's a nice book like a clip notebook for her to understand it because she's asking a lot of questions that I couldn't answer, but I'm glad you explained in detail. Oh, you already know. So that I might have a couple. the whole world, so you I know, know that already. I, I know, but I have to like try to teach her in a way where she just can say people, understand it. Because we in the United States, 
and the people in the United States look one way and mm -hmm. they're they're telling their story even though it ain't real they're gonna do it in their their uh the way that their people look Don't right we, we understand that but that the devil fools the whole world and got everybody fooled right 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 but like One i said type of people yeah. that ain't even in the book and she's asking the questions like she brought something home with where they were talking about i think something in the book of samuel but with the giants and um the little boy that killed the giant with a daggone um something she couldn't That's understand david and goliath david and goliath but i was like how they jump from all the way to the book of samuel and don't teach her the other things so I, i'm is, starting from the it, beginning it is samuel, samuel no i understand Golden. that but they in her school they must be trying to jump around the book and not really teach her, well, her. Remember, so she's confused remember when the devil fools the whole world <clears throat> religion is one type of fooling christianity is a devil a tool of the devil and so mm -hmm. okay so uh, i just who, want to make sure i'm on the right the most side I say? he never gave them the book the most i say right. so they don't know the book in the book of ezra the most i said so they I... never saw any of my miracles the most i say all that so let every man be a liar and the most high be the truth that I'm, i just want to make sure i'm I'm teaching her like kind of in an order in which she could get understanding. Like even she even asked, Grandma, look, look, they like she's looking at it. So literally, she's looking at the book, but everybody's white. And that's you know what, what I'm saying? What I said, the devil's fooling everybody mm -hmm. with false doctrines. What does it say in the New Testament? That there's gonna be false doctrines, right? Right. You right. learn in the real. So that's how you right. teach in the real. I in just gotta try to break it down for in her. The beginning, so she could everybody kind of was melanated. That's what you tell yeah, me. Yeah, because she was asking all kind of questions like, where this giant? Who's the giant? <laughs> She's like, where's this giant? Who's yeah. the giant? So I, I have to put it in a way where she could kind of understand it and keep reinforcing it. Less than a minute. Where she get it. Okay, so that, Wait, that's if we have any yeah, if, it, if there's any other questions, you can either call me, you know, everybody who's here in this assembly, you could call me. Okay. Ooh, I either call me or put, if you want to uh, join on the weekly assembly, Put your email in um, the uh, platform and I will get to you and I will let you know at Hi, if you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics. Thanks for listening.